Welcome to From the Newsroom. Reporters and editors from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette step from behind the keyboard and in front of the mic to offer insights on stories they're working on. From the Newsroom, from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm Executive Editor Dave Nordman. We're joined again by Sports Editor Jim Wilson. Welcome, Jim. Hey, Dave. Jim, the high school football season uh, is reaching its climax. Here we have uh, the state semifinals coming up this weekend. Um, what do we expect? It should be, this is where this is where they're all playing for. It's where you meet Western Mass, and you, the winner of this one goes to Gillette. So this is a, a big weekend for all the Central Mass teams. So we've got our um, we've got our uh, Central Mass champions. Right. Uh, you know, uh, let's just by start by um, you know give me a. You know, quick recap of uh, last weekend, um, and uh, kind of bring us up to speed on where we are now. Last weekend was was uh, a couple of rematches, and some some of the, the teams held serve from their first match, and then uh, there was a couple upsets. So, uh, I think Divi- starting with Division Eight, I think uh, St. Bernard's they were they were they, uh, they rolled past Lunenburg. It's a Lunenburg is a good team, and St. Bernard's handled them forty four seven. That was a you know pretty convincing win to where how St. Bernard's I, I, I've liked them all season. They they really showed they were. They they belong in the, the elite category of Central Mass football teams. Uh, Division Seven uh, uh, Valley Tech just uh, just rolled past Leicester, and that was uh, was thirty five to three. It was pretty convincing. The Valley Tech has been uh, made for the playoffs the last couple of years. They they won another title, beating the Wolverines, and head to the Division Seven state semifinals. Uh, again, another another little playoff favorite in Division Six, Littleton. They're always in the in the mix. They're always playing for a spot at Gillette. Uh, they they uh, they rolled to, uh, over BMR. 34 nothing. Uh, you're, you're looking for a close game in here. These, these, you're, f- you're figuring the final central matchup should be close. Yeah, I thought, um, I thought Division 5, um, you know, Division 5 would be uh, a little bit closer than it was. Yeah, it was. It was the, the Nipmuc, uh, they lost to Northbridge earlier this season, but they beat them uh, when it mattered 14 to 6. Yeah. That was a, it was a, it was a, two good teams. They know each other pretty well. So, uh, Nipmuc, third straight title to, they're going to play Long Meadow in the Division 5 championship. Be a challenge. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that in a second. Yeah. Uh, the Shoba, another one of those teams you look at, you know, look at an upstart team like Tantasqua, and uh, and, and the Shoba pitched a shutout against them. So I think that was uh, we talk about these the perennial championship teams, and Shoba certainly one of those. And Tantasqua was, uh, you know, they were they were sort of a, a lot of key wins during the season. Sort of, you know, they were one of the hottest teams in Central Mass, but they came in and uh, the Shoba's defense really yeah, shut them Neshoba, down. Neshoba, one of those teams that can uh, play with anybody in any division. Exactly, I was mean, they're just you know Jamie Tucker and his, his guys are are, are loaded. Uh, Division three, the big big rematch, St. John's and Shrewsbury, and uh, and St. John's uh, show they 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 can beat the Colonials again. They 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 uh, run the Division three Super Bowl, uh, Central Mass Super Bowl. They're going to face another rematch with Springfield Central, so that so, should be a great game. You know, so now we have our we have our Central Mass champions. Um, so looking ahead to this weekend, um, all of these teams, some playing some teams they're familiar with. You mentioned St. John's and Division three, but um, some playing, you know, some some schools that you'd have to. Uh, you, you know, you'd have to, you know, try to even find your way to some of these schools. So yeah. let's start with Division Eight uh, first. Um, St. Bernard's and Hoosick Valley. Hoosick Valley is is one of those things where you're, you're curious of where the. Uh 
the Western Mass alignment structure aligns because you have teams like Longman in Division Five and Hoosick Valley in Eight. So uh, you know the, the, the problem a lot of teams are facing. Is, uh, Western Mass played their finals for the most part on Friday, and that was uh, just a, a stormy, rainy day. So if if these coaches went out to scout these teams, they saw a lot of ground-based teams. So it was kind of hard to get a read on who these guys have. Uh, Hoosick Valley, they're seven and two. They beat Lee sixteen to fourteen in overtime to win that that Western Mass title. Uh, talking to Coach Tom Bingham, he, he just sees they uh, they had a game against Nipmuc early this season. He said that's the team that Hoosick Valley reminds him of. Uh, St. Bernard's lost Nipmuc fourteen to eight, and so he's hoping for a different result against Hoosick. They're a big team. They're you know a couple smash mouth running backs, uh, but you know what, St. Bernard's as we talked we talked about this all season. There are. Uh, a running back heavy team. They have you know five guys that any 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 chance can really. All right, you stop Walter Morales. Well, Xavier Mario will come back, and you know they're both they combine about fourteen hundred yards between them. Jakai Alexander is dangerous. He can break away for a touchdown. Uh, Dominic Cuevas is a good quarterback. He can sort of uh, pass the ball if he needs to. If you load up in the box against these guys, he'll burn you with a pass. So. And for the record, Hoosick Valley is about a half hour north of Pittsfield, Jim. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get the Google Maps out when these <laughs> things happen. Luckily, they're all they're all being played either Westfield State or. Uh, or uh, Foley Stadium, so don't so, have too much traveling to do. Yeah, so moving on to uh, moving on to Division uh, Seven. Um, you know, there we've got uh, Valley Tech. You mentioned uh, who's had just a tremendous season uh, playing uh, Wacona Regional. Wacona, another you know, talk about the perennial all uh, the Central Mass uh, uh, champions. Wacona is one of those teams that no matter what division they're in, the chances are you're going to have a Central Mass team playing them. Uh, you know, Valley Tech's not very familiar with these guys. They do a little bit of everything. They uh, they use a run to set up the pass. Uh, big wide receiver, big quarterback. Uh, they beat South Hadley for the title. They're 9-1. and one. Uh, They've won the Western Mass title the last three years, but I think Valley Tech is just a, a really a, a steamroller this year. They showed that. I, th- I thought the Leicester game will be close the second time around. Leicester was, we talked about them last week, they're, they're a really hot team. They had a couple big wins. They seem to have turned it around, and Valley Tech said, oh, that's cute. Uh, here's a 35-3 loss. Uh, J.D. and Taya, three touchdowns. He had a pick six for a 55-yard score. He did everything last game. He's uh, he's one of the, the studs in Central Mass, 13 touchdowns on the year. Uh, Scott Mackey, the quarterback, he's uh, he's thrown for six, he's uh, rushed for six touchdowns, 519 yards on the ground. So if you, if you lock on Antia too much, they have a lot of guys that can, like we hit with uh, with Mackey and also Aiden Fitzgerald and Jad Loisel, they can uh, carry the load. Uh, but their defense, I think that's been a big key for Valley Tech the last couple games. Their defense has been just shutting teams down. Uh, Alex Tashian, you know, 81.5 tackles. And Taya also has five picks. He leads Central Mass. Jordan Amaro, 10 sacks. He's second in Central Mass. That's some... Uh, some good firepower, so no matter what Wakona throws at them, they have a look to sort of shut them down. You know, Wakona, again, like you mentioned, one of those teams that always seems to be there. You wonder in a case like this where experience, um, the experience of that team, um, you know, would, you know, would play a factor. Right, but Valley Tech, they're the same way. They've been, they've been to Gillette. They've, they, were la- they were there last year. They've always, they're always in the mix for whatever title division they're in. They're in the mix for a, a spot. So I think they're just uh, – you know, Jim Archibald, the coach there, and his staff to get these kids ready. So I don't exactly. think they're worried so, about the big uh, game. So on both sides, I mean, you see sometimes, and, and you've covered a lot of these games, Jim, where you know uh, teams seem a little little nervous, a little tentative coming right. in. But in this Division Seven game, you wouldn't expect that these teams are going to be ready. To no, go you the definitely start. see that the whole the you know, especially when you play at Gillette, you're going from like you know Foley Stadium, even if Foley Stadium's banged yeah. out. That's nothing when you go to Gillette. You're coming. You're, you're dressing in the locker room with yeah. you know where the Patriots are. Yeah, we're a little like ways, you know, a couple games uh, or a game away from Gillette. But I mean, uh, this game is. 
is is, is still the right. same. You sort of so. start, you start feeling it now because now you're not <clears> playing. <throat> you're playing these big games, and then you know, okay, we win this one, we're at Gillette, or if we you know we we need to go to the, the state final. So it's a big the big thing for him. So this is where you separate everybody. You know, and moving on to uh, to Division uh, Six, Jim uh, Littleton uh, obviously has a stiff test in Stoneham, but Littleton's uh, kind of got it down all season. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at Littleton. Sort of, you look at that team, and like I said, every year, no matter what division they're in, they're just going to be you know they're the, the benchmark kind of thing. They're always you know no matter how many people they graduate, they're going to be in the mix. They're going to rebuild really fast, and uh, uh, you know, they have a, a tough task in Stoneham. They're they're ten and zero. They rushed for over four hundred yards last week in a win over Hamilton Wenham. Uh, they're they have a fullback that rushed for two hundred yards and five touchdowns that game. So I think that's a, a big fact. That's somebody you get a mark right away. Uh, meanwhile, Littleton taking out BMR thirty-four nothing. That's you know they're clicking. They had a you know a Millville team that you know won an upset the week before. So you sort of figure and they can't be taken lightly. Littleton just shut them down. Uh, that was a really impressive. Uh, they have a you know, again Littleton. You know, who do you who do you stop? Do you stop the running back like Mitch Boydon who was over a thousand yards, nine touchdowns? Will Scott, he's up there with about five hundred yards, ten touchdowns. They have a, a great quarterback in Braden Lynn, thrown for almost fifteen hundred yards this year. Uh, Austin Lynn, Evan Lyons, two top wide receivers. They, you know, they have they pose a lot of problems. And again, just like we talked about Valley Tech, their defense is loaded too. So, uh, you know, everybody talks about how it, how to stop Stoneham. I think Stoneham's worried about stopping Littleton too. Yeah, and, and Stoneham again, one of those uh, you know one of those big schools. Um, you know, almost twice as big as Littleton. Right, and that's what I'm saying. You, you're worried about you know you look how Central Master lines more closely to alignment, and they say, okay, well, Europe, you have you know 800 to 600 kids. You're in Division Four, whatever it is. Uh, you know, I don't think Western Mass really follows. That because yeah we'll talk about Longmeadow next in Division Five and they're playing Nipmuc I right mean, Longmeadow I remember watching uh, you know like you know them play Shrewsbury and Mario Johnson and you know they always play St John's every year at those big games now also they're in Division Five yeah talk about you know talk about that for a second Jim so you know we talked about Division Eight and Division Seven where Central Mass played Western Mass teams but then you get into Division Six where you've got you know um, Littleton enrollment four fifty playing Stoneham enrollment uh, nine hundred and, right. and it's Central Eastern Mass. And I guess the same thing when they jump from who are play who are wins this game, who are they playing Eastern Mass? We'll look at that and say, well, geez, this alignment is just right. uh, you know, you, you sort of look at how they, that's the problem. You know, each Central, Eastern, and Western they do this, these alignments differently for right. whatever for whatever reason. And so, so there is no Division Six in Western Mass. No, I, right. think, I believe I, there's uh, no Division Four and no Division Six. Right. So what they do, you know, yep. every every year they rotate. And so, like in the show, had to buy uh, Central Mass had the buys last year. Right. And so now I think I think Eastern Mass uh, one of the Northern South teams have a buy. So I think South has a buy this year. So they they go right to Gillette and they play the they play the North Champions. Yep. So um, you know. You know, there is division. Uh, there is uh, division five in Western Mass where you know Nimuck is going to really have its hands full with uh, with Longmeadow again. One of those teams that always seems to be there. Exactly. They're just you know they're, ever since days like Alex Roscoe with the coach. They have they have a great team. They have uh, you know three running backs. They combined for two hundred yards last week in a win over East Longmeadow, their Thanksgiving rival. Uh, they beat them fourteen uh, nothing. But again, we talked about early with Nimuck and you know they had a great test against Northbridge. I think Northbridge is a great team at Nimuck. They're defense came to play they shut the shut a dangerous northbridge team to just six points i think uh they had they have one of the best uh Passer receiver combinations in Central Mass between quarterback Judah Dishington and wide receiver Nate Gould. Gould's also a really top defender. I think uh, having that kind of it, it, you you can't focus on stopping those guys enough. Uh, Gould has 11 touchdowns and you know Dishington has 14 touchdowns in the air. 11 of them to Gould. Uh, Richie Brony's a, a, a great running back. He has over 600 yards in the ground. So I think. Uh, 
you know, if you stop, if you worry about playing the pass too much, Brody can gash you for a lot of yards. He can pick up some big gains. You know, um, you know, one of the one of the games on the schedule, and, and you know, we've got six games coming up this weekend. But uh, in Division Four, Neshoba Gloucester, um, you know, two two teams, um, you know, that you know, Gloucester I think comes in at nine and one, and Neshoba seems to have beaten everybody. Talk about that. Yeah, game, I think Neshoba they they had a rough patch towards the end of the year, but they've definitely righted the ship. I like I said that that game over Tantasco was a. A big win for them. Their defense came to play, and that's the defense is going to be tested again. You look on paper, uh, Gloucester looks dangerous. You know, I'm, I'm looking at their, their the teams they beat. I mean, they've they've really rolled over their schedule in some pretty big schools: Wayland, Revere, yeah. Melrose, Medford. You know, they had that the loss against Marblehead, but you know, Saugus, Somerville, Beverly. I mean, these are some pretty big schools. Yeah, they they play they've played a really tough schedule, so you can't look at that and say, well, yeah, they have great stats, but they didn't play anybody. They they've played the metal, uh, and not only that, they've dominated. You look at that just just taking their playoffs alone. They they have the Division Four playoffs and. They've they've averaged a score of forty one to eleven. Those wins that's pretty dangerous. Uh, they beat Wayland thirty eight to six. They you know all three of their postseason wins: Melrose, Revere, and Wayland. They rushed for over four hundred yards of total offense. They had four hundred seventy eight yards in the win over Melrose. They have uh, three running backs that have over hundred yards in the postseason alone. Uh, their their main their main runner has you know five hundred sixty one yards in three games. So. They have 26 drives, 17 touchdowns. They've only punted once. So, I mean, you look at that, and that's pretty dangerous. But you know what? Neshoba's going to be dangerous, too. They faced a lot of good teams this year. So I think they're not going to come in and say, geez, we got, we got the fishermen this weekend. We might as well just start getting ready for basketball season. These guys are these guys are tested, and they're confident. I think they're going to be ready. Neshoba has, uh, you know, we talk about it every week. Their, their running backs are dangerous. They have Alex Childs had a huge game last weekend. Uh, I think that was a, a, against Hitasqua. That was just, you know, They've had he's had over 500 yards rushing, eight touchdowns this year. You, you focus on him too much, Brennan Lee can gash you. Uh, you know, I think Sam Belinsky is one of the best quarterbacks around. I, I think a lot of you know, a lot of attention is paid to the Shrewsbury kids and the St. John's kids, but I think uh, he's right up there, 1500 yards, 17 touchdowns. Uh, Matt Johnson's, uh, you know, Jack Cahill lead that defense. Uh, there. Uh, up Division Four, moving on, Jim, to Division Three. The game, uh, you know, the game. I guess um, people are are really curious about St. John's Springfield. Central. They've played once before this season. Um, you know, what did we learn from last time? What should we expect this time? Yeah, this is actually uh, sneakily. I was sort of looking forward to this game. I'm sure St. John's was too, because uh, St. John's played Central in Week Two, and they, they you know, it's not, it's, it wasn't pretty for St. John's. They lost 61 to 34. So you got to look at that and say, you know, Central's a good team. They played each other last year in the playoffs, and St. John's won. It was the same thing. They lost one game. They won. The, they won when it mattered in that 13 and 0 season. Um, I mean, they, I mean, they played Central played them really tough, but they really in the, in the playoffs they they rolled on them. So I think. That was a good thing. I think you know their teams are familiar with each other. They know Central has a bunch of athletes, uh, and and what has changed for St. John's, you know, to prevent that? Because I'm sure they don't want to put up 61 points. The defense is much better. They move some people around. They have two stop, you know, they move two linemen to defense, and I think that's helped stop that run. It has to really balance out. Saint, uh, the St. John's defense a little bit more. They have some playmakers in the secondary. I think uh, they, I don't think they're going to give up 61 points. Put it that way. Uh, and I think uh, 
says Springfield Central, they love, they just like St. John's, they like to get out early, they like to do the big play, and all of a sudden, you know, they get off the bus, and next thing you know, they're up 14, 21, nothing, and you're, you're playing on their heels. I think St. John's going to try to try to avoid that. Uh, the big thing, I think, is Colin Schofield, last time he played Springfield Central, it was his second game, he's still learning the offense, he, he, he was still trying to get a relationship with Jay Brunel and, you know, Shea Gallo-Cologne, his receivers. Iman Dennis was, was just trying to get accommodated to the the offense I think you know end of the season I think St. John's is a little more polished I think those guys are clicking I think uh, they've picked up a couple of tricks and they've learned from you know since then I think they can surprise Springfield Central then yeah, I mean playoffs. talk about you know you mentioned two things one is you know St. John's coming off their championship season of, of his season ago undefeated you know home team team of the year all the bells and whistles ago right. I mean there is a big you know there, there's that uh, you know that you know honeymoon period where they you know they just they've got all new players a lot of new players and like you said, it takes them, it seems to have taken them a couple of games, maybe a, a month to really get their feet under them with the new, you know, new yeah, personnel they're, they're, that they have. They're had. playing well, but I think, I think <clears throat> you still have that familiarity. Like you said, you have the, you know, we have a, you lose a great quarterback to graduation. He's over an assumption, and now you have a, a new guy but, come back in. He's got to learn everything. Got to but, sort of. But to credit St. John's, you know they don't schedule Appalachian State. No, you know no. they don't schedule Moorhead State. They don't schedule. Uh, no offense to, to to you know UMass, but they're not. These aren't Division One AA college teams. They're they're going out in you know week one and two. Catholic and Memorial. They got Springfield you know, Central. Central. I mean they're starting out with the Iron. So you know um, maybe if they did it the other way. Um, you know, you'd be looking at you know uh, yeah, another undefeated team or a one loss right. team. Yeah, they play. They play. They're there's not really. They're not really in a league. They play the Midwatch A pretty much exclusively, and then they play a couple non leagues. And you know, I said Catholic Memorial, Springfield Central. So they don't have any buys really. I mean, uh, you, you you hope to luck out that Lemmerster's down one year or something like that when they play those games. So they get tested every week. There's not like you said. There's not a week where they have you know a few. We can sort of take a step back for playing this. You know, 0-6 team, you know, from the Midwatch C. Yeah. So I look at I look at the score and say 61-34, you know, first month of the season, you know, and I think I agree with you. St. John's is saying, well, we're not going to let up 61 again. No. But look, we scored 34. So, yeah, I mean, right. it, it, they scored 34 with a relatively new offense and, a, and you know, a defense that uh, that was new. Yeah, I, th- I think if, if uh, Springfield Central goes back and looks at the tape, it, they're not going to get much – use out of it because I think St. John's is doing so many different things and I think players are in a different place when they were when they played in week two I think that's just uh, they're, you know, Jay Brunel is having an insane <clears> year <throat> I think he's one of the best wide receivers around and I think you know, he's, he's going to run some roots at and make some plays that he, he just didn't make week two I think I, I think I think him and Schofield have a great relationship I think there's a lot of stuff that you know just is by feel at this point and I think you know Iman Dennis he's healthy he, there's nobody more explosive than him in the state I think he's going to he could uh, he can give Springfield Central some problems so um, division uh, division three uh, uh, division four, division five, six, seven, eight. We've got six games this weekend. Then it's on to Thanksgiving, and then the survivors from this weekend will will be playing. We'll in play sta- the first weekend, first Saturday of December at uh, at Gillette Stadium. At Gillette Stadium. So Jim Wilson, sports editor of the Telegram Gazette. As always, you can follow him in the pages of the TNG and online at telegram.com and always on Twitter at TG Sports. Thanks as always, Jim. Thanks, Dave.